Well, you're listening to Moody Radio 89.3 on this fine Saturday morning. And has been our case for the past few months now, Jeff Burkaw is sitting in with us for this Saturday. Good morning, Jeff. Good morning, sir. You've had quite the eventful month, haven't you? Uh, tell us about the uh, proceedings of the Burkaw House. <laughs> well, uh, the Lord is with us. That's the first thing. He has uh, taken us through some some rough waters. We have seen his handiwork in beautiful ways, uh, having our family together, of course, over the holidays, which was awesome. Our little baby girl that uh, he has brought in our lives, granddaughter, Olivia. Uh, and he's also saw fit for us to uh, lose one of our our furry daughters. Well, uh, she, her name was Misha, and we unfortunately lost her right before Christmas. It was really tough, but it was a time of tremendous for us bonding and grieving together. As a dog, she was just uh, like one of the family, and we loved her so much. You were telling me she was your dog. She, <laughs> she, she was, although yeah. I, I think I have a daughter that would say, wait a minute, Dad, I, she and I are pretty close too. But yeah, she would climb up on my lap, and uh, part of my lap anyway, and as a Dane, 130 pounds, she can't get all the way up, but uh, and just kind of look around a little bit, you know, especially if she felt a little nervous, and she'd lean over and just, you know, little, little look on my nose and sometimes a little chew. It was just really cute. And uh, unfortunately, we lost her to a, a very aggressive bone cancer. It was very tough. And then, again, had a beautiful time together as a family over the holidays. And then on New Year's Day, uh, my wife and I were out uh, – brunch with our family and came back to a house engulfed in a ton of black smoke. And there was a fire basically in part of our house. And uh, we're so thankful, first of all, that uh, Carol and I were not in the home and we were you know, perfectly fine health-wise. Uh, however, it's uh, it's not a total loss. I mean, the structurally speaking, it's it's you know well the house will be saved structurally praise the lord um, just a lot a lot of stuff going on yeah we, we lose most of our things if you will you've been displaced so yes. pray for Jeff and his family during this season they um, really do need a place to live and all sorts of other things um, dealing with insurance is always a grand experiment and uh, they're in the midst of that also so as you can tell they uh, could could use your help and that kind of you know as we talk about. This topic, we've spent a lot of time talking about honoring our wives, and uh, we're going to move into kind of transition into honoring our sons. But during all these seasons, they're learning from us, aren't they? Absolutely. And the thing about it is, part of it is to walk the way everlasting. You know, love Psalm one one. Walk along that road of that uh, beautiful brook, the stream with him, and he takes us through those valleys. You know, that's solid, good theology that we obviously we get up from the word alone. At the same time, from our human side, we are experiencing loss. We're experiencing grief. And as men, with our wives particularly, we it's good for us to be strong with them. But also it's good for us, frankly, to take that time to grieve with them as well and not, not have to be that rock all the time, but, but kind of be that gentle one who understands what they're going through. How can I understand what my wife is going through if I all the time act as if nothing's affecting me? Mm. And how is she going to know me if she can't see those things as I go through them? Now, I understand uh, God doesn't want me to be 
down in the middle, falling apart, you know, despairing because, first of all, he gives us hope that's beyond that, beyond all understanding. But at the same time, that grieving together, I thank God for Gethsemane as Jesus modeled for us what real men do at times, and that is go to our God on our knees and say, help, Lord. My favorite prayer from (laughs) King David in the Old Testament, help, Lord. And sharing that with our wives, but frankly, also our sons. Uh, learning that, you know what, real men go through problems, and it's okay to express it. A sad face is good for the heart of a man, mm-hmm. as, as we learn in Ecclesiastes. We're talking about our sons here, and how do we help them to pursue Christ? It starts in our own life. We need to be pursuers. If we're going to teach someone to pursue, if we're going to model that, we have to start there. That means there's a lot of different things we have to be working in our own hearts about, doesn't it? Absolutely. One of the awesome things about our walk with Christ, he modeled for us, he teaches us, he empowers us to do this, and that is he takes us through the the death of Christ, the death of self, uh, learning that the things around us, this is not our home, it's our home is with him, and he takes us through that. So then we can then experience that joy of being with him and, and understanding and seeing him as men one of the great joys and opportunities is to model that for our children. Mm. We've been talking about modeling that with our wives, and so often it has to do with like a selfless nature, putting them first, of course, uh, as God tells us to do that in Ephesians chapter 5. But there's also that First Peter 3 where he teaches us with our wives and, frankly, with our children to live with them in an understanding way. There's a great passage where God tells us that as kings, the wise king knows his flocks. And that word knows is very intimate, very intimate. And so I think a big part of honoring our sons is, first of all, realizing it's going to be hard for me to know him if I don't know myself, if I don't understand, yes, my strengths, Mm -hmm. but also my weaknesses. Absolutely. He tells us he's the way, the truth, and the life. Yes. As guys, a lot of times we have a problem with that truth side of it, don't we? We have a problem telling the truth in a lot of things. We we try to cover things up, cover up who we are, right. uh, cover up mistakes we've made in our family. We struggle with the truth sometimes, don't we? We do. Uh, one of I enjoy humorous commercials, you know, and it's it typically, uh, unfortunately, it, it entails some sort of injurious attitude toward the man who's on the set. And one of my favorites is a particular soft drink where it's guys are just getting hammered by different things. And they're like, I'm good. I'm cool. You know, and and you know what? We we, we need to be guys. We need to be able to say, you know what? I'm OK. I get knocked down and get back up by God's grace. And at times, though, it's also good to come along our sons and say, look, I understand. You know, I remember at times when I have been there just recently, you know, and and give them the hope that if they're struggling with something, they're not some weak male or they're not some little boy, but they're they're someone as a a male who is going through things that really kind of define our humanity. Jesus models this, which is one of the reasons I love Chosen so much, Mm -hmm. because it just shows that humanity of Christ and the different aspects that, that Jesus has taught us as men to kind of walk that, that faith in him and through him and for him. It's very, very significant. The other thing he did was, though, he told us the truth about who we were, who we are. And we, we have a hard time telling our sons that sometimes. We, we have a hard time speaking to them the truth in love, I think. It's, it's a real balance that we kind of miss a lot, don't that's, we? That's exactly right. And, and understandably, at times, you know, hey, we, 
as men, as, as sinners, as broken men, we will struggle at times with pride, or we will struggle at, time with, at times with, I, I don't even know how to respond to this. It, it's totally natural and, and totally understandable. It's just that as we progress forward, as we progress forward in our relationship with our sons, which really starts very early on, by the way, we are constantly coming alongside to say, it's okay that you fell. It's okay that you didn't quite get that door closed all the way. You know, it's okay that you're not, quote, unquote, perfect. By the way, I can understand what that feels like every day. Well, you you, uh, talked to us about speaking the truth in love, clarifying offense versus flattery, and how to find more favor. How, what are we talking about here? Well, there's a proverb uh, in, in Proverbs chapter 28 where he actually says, if we rebuke our brother, I, that translation sometimes gets kind of stuck with some folks mm-hmm. because it almost sounds like we're supposed to point our finger and tell them how bad they are. Right. That's not what that means. It's I share the offense that they are actually involved in, whether it's me personally or with somebody else, and I'm open about that. And instead of kind of like stepping around it for quote-unquote peace, I'm open with him about the personal offense. And it says if we do it that way, if we share the offense versus flatter, which means, oh, everything's fine, you know, I'm good, we're okay, and it's just not true, we will actually have a closer relationship if we're open with them. I've experienced that in deep friendships in my life when I've been open about whatever what is going on between us and not not dancing around it, so to speak, and avoid it. It's it's absolutely true. And by the way, Scripture interprets Scripture. So we see in Matthew eighteen fifteen, he says, if your brother offends you, go tell your brother. He doesn't say dance around it. I love Jesus' examples. You know, you dudes fell asleep I'm just right. over here. All I ask you to do is stay awake. And when I read that, I went, you know what? So often as guys, we kind of go, oh, that's okay. It's no big deal. You know, water off the back of a duck and all that kind of stuff. And we do that so much. I think that it's it's disingenuous. It's mm-hmm. not, you know, it's not real. Our time has just zoomed on by, as it usually does. Um, Jeff, we'll be back in a couple of weeks, and we'll continue on on how do we honor our sons? How do we model this, this pursuit of Christ? And if you want to hear this again or share it with others, you can always go to our page. Just go to Mornings with Eric and Bridget at your favorite podcast service, and you can listen to this again. All right, that's where you find the podcast, Mornings with Eric and Bridget, for the full 10 for men. All right, thanks, Jeff, for coming in. Thank you, sir. Awesome. Listening to Moody Radio 89.3.